Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going into a uh, a weekend, as we always do on Fridays, but it's going to be a long weekend as we celebrate the 4th of July, Independence Day, America's birthday. And we have a special show for you on Monday, so I hope you'll plan to tune in and have your family around. Uh, I think, I hope that we will inspire you. But let's get to the Lord in prayer for right now, because we need to start out with that. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. Father, we come before you with heavy hearts as well as thankful hearts. We're thankful for all that you have done for us, the blessings, oh, the many blessings you have blessed upon this nation and upon us. But Father, we have been prodigal children and we have allowed evil to run rampant. We have joined evil in many cases. We went from looking the other way to joining it. Forgive us, Father. We need your strength. We need your righteousness. May we hunger and thirst for these things. May we follow your word. May we have a hunger for your word. May we want to get into your word and and know your will for our lives. Know that you are a protecting father. And we do ask for your hedge of protection around us in this time. Father, may your people be protected by you. And may we rise up with strength and wisdom to honor you, to glorify you, and to bring this nation back to you, to bring America home. For we're in trouble. But you are still on your throne, and we trust you in all things. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Separation of powers. We have three branches in this government, and they are to be separate, but work together. Does that make sense? The accumulation of all powers, legislative, executive, and judiciary, in the same hands, whether of one, a few, or many, and whether hereditary, self-appointed, or elective, may justly be pronounced the very definition of tyranny. That's words from James Madison. Montesquieu says, There is as yet no liberty if the power of judging be not separated from legislative power and the executive. We have 
Some We've had some Supreme Court victories here lately, and we've had some losses. None of us like to lose, but most of us understand that we will not win every battle. We won't win them all. However, America's oligarchy, which includes left and right politicians, will not stand for it. So removing the filibuster is what they want to do so they can't be opposed. And threatening to pack the court with those who think as them to make abortion a law. Why? They ignore all the laws that are there now. Why make another law? Power. And agendas. Separation of powers will be all but dead if they do this. And America will have absolutely no liberty. We, the people, will be slaves to the oligarchy. We pretty much are now, if you didn't stop and think about it. I mean, if you will stop and think about it. We are onlookers as our great republic is dissected bit by bit, throwing away, legislative, legislating against those natural rights we should hold so dear, and claiming democracy instead of a republic. Legislating as an oligarchy and ruling as a monarchy of power. The two-party monopoly has lulled the republic into believing we have representation, which we do not. James Madison also said, In order to lay a due foundation for that separate and distinct exercise of the different powers of government, which to a certain extent is admitted on all hands to be essential to the preservation of liberty. It is evident that each department should have a will of its own. A will of its own. But I'm going to add to this. They also have a contract, and that's called the Constitution. And all that they do should go back to that. And if it does not parallel with that, if it obstructs that, if it goes the opposite direction of that, then what they are doing is wrong. Be it the judiciary, the legislative, or the executive branch. Thomas Jefferson said, A very capital defect in a constitution is when... All the powers of government, legislative, executive, and judiciary, result to the legislative body. The concentrating these in the same hands is precisely the definition of despotic government. It will not, it will be no alleviation that these powers will be exercised by a plurality of hands and not by a single one. 173, we're going to say legislatures, would surely be as oppressive as one. Again, I go back to the two-party monopoly. Our legislative branch today has no respect. In fact, they abhor the separation of powers idea. And they abhor the fact that we are to be sovereign states, states' rights. As they want all the power, they look down their noses at the average Americans who unknowingly and unwittingly, innocently perhaps, gave them power. And now 
They are not going to give it up, folks. They're going to take more and more until they are all. They are all. And you are nothing. The separation of powers must be kept and respected. Today, packing the court or putting judges in place in positions that are right or left, liberty or cons- lib- um, liberal or conservative, is wrong. We need to think constitutionally. Constitutional judges who will judge by the Constitution, not by agendas, not by emotions, but by Constitution and its original intent. I've, I do a lot of, I used to, I don't do a lot of reading anymore except for this stuff, but <laughs> I was uh, reading something years ago by Chuck Swindoll. And he says, put your spiritual hat on and think spiritually. We need to do that, America. And we also need to put our constitutional hat on and think constitutionally. That's what we need to do. And they work together because the Constitution was based on biblical law to protect and to free people. We should be able to rule ourselves as long as we are being led by God. But right now, we are not. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about some of the victories, one of the victories in particular that we had from the Supreme Court in the last week or two. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. I am Elmer Heinrich, president of the company that sells Immuno 150, the most complete nutritional product on the market. This product contains nine exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, 70 minerals, COQ10, flaxseed, and much more. The 70 minerals are the key. 
Immune 150 has what your body needs, especially the 70 minerals, because you have probably never consumed more than 20 minerals in your life. Place your order for Immune 150 and include a supply for your children and grandchildren because they need 70 minerals as badly as you do. My wife and I have taken Immune 150 for many years. I am 88 years old, she is 79, and we're both in perfect health. No aches, no pains, nothing. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is $49.95 and can be ordered on our website, immuno150.com, or by calling 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. Like thousands of others, you won't believe the results. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America lights on. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have with us Daniel Turner. Daniel, in the first segment, we were talking about separation of powers, and uh, we've had some Supreme Court victories, a few, and then some not so much. And there's other things going on. So I'm just going to kind of pick your brain a little bit. Tell us well, about the, Yeah, ahead. the Supreme Court victory I am celebrating is is a uh, is a great one for the energy industry. And this is EPA versus West Virginia. And this really reigns in a decade of government overreach of the EPA. And in a nutshell, all the court said was, look, there are these agencies. And these agencies were created by Congress and they have mandates. But they can't willy-nilly just decide to change their charter, change their mandates because of whatever political whim of the president or anything else. So this started with Obama when the EPA suddenly said, well, if we have you know, to protect the environment, therefore we have to shut down coal plants. And everyone said, well, does the EPA have the authority to do that? And they said, well, our job is to protect the environment. And think about it in the same way. Our job is to worry about the disease control, so we can't allow you to go to church on Sunday. And everyone said, well, wait a second. Dr. Fauci has the power to do that. And the CDC said, for, for public health, you can't go to work this week. For public health, schools have to close. And everyone scratched their head and said, I didn't know these bureaucrats, who, who I didn't elect, who aren't accountable to anyone, I didn't know they had such vast powers. And so that's really the nexus of this case. All this case does, does is it throws back to Congress saying, if you want X done, regulating environmental uh, uh, issues, regulating methane, regulating CO2, if you want to make the EPA do that, 
y'all just got to pass a law that says EPA has to regulate methane. You can't just have the administrator of the EPA decide, you know what, I'm going to start regulating methane because why don't they just ban smoking? Is smoking bad for, for clean air? People could argue it is. Well, then the EPA administrator could say, you know what, no one's allowed to smoke ever because of clean air. Uh, no one's ever allowed to go swimming in the ocean because of clean water, because humans pollute. We all know what they do in the ocean, right? So so no one's allowed to go in the ocean because it's cl- – and, and you say, well, I didn't know the EPA administrator had such power. The funny thing, Bethann, of seeing the left respond to this, the, the, the hyperbolic, world's going to end, the, 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 the courts are radical. All the courts are saying is, hey, Congress, if you want this done, pass a law. Well, they're too you notice, busy. No, and no one <laughs> wants to put their fingerprints on this law. No yeah. one wants to write a law that says X, Y, or Z, we're going to shut down America's energy industry. They want this big, nebulous, enormous bureaucratic state. They want them to do it so that no one's really to blame, right? It just kind of happens, but I don't have to I don't have to pass a law with my name on it. So this was a great great win. And yeah, it is. And it's actually kind of a win for states rights once again. They've they've done yes. that twice now. And it's uh in the in the last couple of weeks I'm talking about. You know, and I know I've mentioned this before, but it's it was a really big deal. At least in Missouri it was a big a big deal. The last United States of America smelting plant, smelting lead plant in Herculaneum, Missouri, had to shut down because of Obama's EPA. Exactly. They had put so much on them, and every time they would meet the regulations, then they'd do it again, and they'd meet that. And it got to be so burdensome, financially and otherwise, that they just said to heck with it, and they shut it down. Mm-hmm. And they moved it to China. Yeah, of course and, they did. And, <laughs> not that, this, not that family, yeah. but yeah, of course they did. Yeah, and this victory, well, not the family, but but like the 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 industry, and that's yes. what we've done with a lot of our great industries. Absolutely, we moved them overseas, Absolutely. and we took them out of High Point, North Carolina, where we used to make our furniture, and we took them out of parts of Virginia where we, we used to make textiles, and we just sent it overseas. The great win about this, and it's never going to undo the damage that was done. But the great win about this case is that I started Power the Future. The very first time I came on the radio with you was to talk about rural America. I started this organization because I said that people in D.C. make decisions that affect the lives of rural communities, and they don't live there. They don't see the damage and destruction and devastation they cause. And 50,000-plus coal miners were put out of a job because of the Obama EPA, and their towns have never rebounded, right? Mm-hmm. And their young people have fled. If you are, if you graduate high school, you leave and you go somewhere else. And and I I spend a lot of time. I was just in these towns. I just drove back from West Virginia this morning, and a lot of these towns are full of grandparents uh, with with homes that are paid off. Uh, the next generation is underwater on their mortgage because they cannot find a job, but it's their only asset and no young people. And their schools have closed, and they have depression and poverty and opioid problems and fentanyl and suicide and everything that goes with, with poverty. And Barack Obama did this to tens of thousands of people because he was too much of a coward 
to do it uh, man to man, to do it with a law, to do it. He used these bureaucracies to do his dirty work. And, yeah. and this is a re- revenge. Of, sorry, I, I have to say this. This is revenge on Barack Obama for the damage that man has done. It will, we will for, for years, for generations, suffer the consequences of his evil actions as president. But suffering is necessary. Suffering now is necessary for their global green agenda. Did you see that comment? <laughs> I didn't get it quite right, but yeah, we must suffer. Buck up, man. You go ahead and die. Go ahead and kill your babies. Go ahead and do this because it's all for the future. That was Brian Deese, the Biden economic advisor. He was previously an Obama environmental advisor. And in between terms, he went to go work for BlackRock, the global hedge fund that pushes all of the ESG and all of the climate change and all the corporate wokeness. BlackRock is the devil. Um, and so Brian Deese is now the Biden economic advisor. and He was asked on CNN about high gas prices. And he said, look, we have to, yeah, we have to stiffen our spine because this is necessary for the global liberal order. And, and this is necessary and we can't lose heart. And, and you say, boy, normally they don't say that part out loud. I don't know what the global liberal order is. And I don't know why Americans have to pay high gas prices for the global liberal order. I haven't signed up for that. I didn't vote for it. Yeah, um, but somehow Brian Deese thinks it's our responsibility and our suffering it's almost Christian-like in a, in, a, in a bastardized sense. Because he's not suffering. That's why it's Ooh. okay. <laughs> he is not suffering. None of those guys are suffering. None of them. Zippo. No, they don't no. suffer. And the Biden goes out around the world. He goes to this big old summit, and he talks about how bad America is. And then he tells them, you know, that we're better off than they are, but... That was a lie because our economics is in worse shape than theirs. And what are you talking about these guys in West Virginia out of work? Because he said we have more jobs now than we've ever had. What what are they doing? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's just bizarre land watching it happen. Um, But it's a great force because this is the, the courts gave us some amazing freedom decisions. I disagree with remain in Mexico, but if Justice Roberts went one for five, Freedom of of prayer for that that Coach Kennedy who all Amen. he wanted to do was say a prayer. Freedom to life and states' rights, uh, the the EPA and states' rights and government overreach and gun rights, the rights of of the Constitution. I mean, for if you are a a, a stinky pot smoking liberal with greasy <laughs> hair, you're devastated because guns, babies, the environment, and prayer, everything you hate. In 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 a, in a warped way, you've been gutted on, and and yeah, yeah. and the have, nerve you'll have a bad fourth. The nerve of Hillary Clinton saying women are going to die. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm so sick of them making that excuse. Women don't die because they don't have an abortion. No. Women are and, dying and because of the human trafficking. Women are dying because of the opioids. Women are dying because of their choices here in America and the legislate, well, the leftist, uh, policies. Women are dying because of them. Women aren't dying because they didn't have an abortion. And that's the same logic they use for the, the EPA ruling. People are going to die. The gun ruling, people are going to die. That is the left's constant response to everything that they don't get. They, all they have is fear. 
all they have is, is hyperbole. Um, and, and they can never have a rational argument. So if the response to every EP, just go back and look at statements from people like Elizabeth Warren, Sheldon Whitehouse, Bernie Sanders. Their response to every verdict is people are going to die. It makes you, you realize, boy, oh boy, you're just, you are just living in fear. You want us to be afraid all the time. Wouldn't you just love to have them at a town hall rally and explain mm. that and just look at them and go, no, that's wrong. Sit down. <laughs> just go to your room, Lizzie. Go to your room. You're wrong. No. Change your attitude, girl. <laughs> I hear the news. Never in person would they show up, but you show up in person all the time, Beth Ann, and that's why we love you, and God bless you, and God bless America. God bless America. Thank you. And and we are going to talk on that about Happy Birthday, America. On Monday, I'm going to have a special show if you get a chance to tune in. Thank you, Daniel Farr. You do, because... People like you are really helping to bring America home. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. Listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have a couple other articles here I'm going to share with you, and then one in the last segment that we're going to talk about. But right now, I want to tell you right now, my opinion is I mentioned this to my husband last night. I mentioned it to Rudy. America needs toxic masculinity. Yes, I'm a female, and I said that. We again, we sit and we watch these absurdities of these perverted leaders pushing transgenders into our female sports. Notice you don't see the opposite happening. You don't see a female transgendering to a male going into the male sports. Why is that? Because women cannot compete equally with men. Biology 101, we are not built the same. I don't know if any of you have ever noticed that. But women and men are not built the same. And transgender is a phobia, it's a sickness, it's a, it's a mental illness. And we're not helping these people that are sick by promoting their, their ways, by having them destroy their bodies. We've had young innocent girls being embarrassed and exposed to this craziness, even abused and raped. The left, <laughs> even in the in the jails, we were talking about in the prisons, you know, we had one female prisoner end up pregnant because they had a male prisoner in there claiming to be a transgender male. The left that's pushing such ideology, the perversion, sexual perversions, will do anything they can to divide America and destroy the family. It's about destroying the family. It always has been. Strong families make a strong nation, and they cannot have such a thing and still hold and increase their power. We need toxic masculinity. Now, I'm not talking about the jerks of the men who like to beat their wives and their children and abuse them and curse and stay drunk all the time. I'm not talking about that. That's not the same thing. I'm talking about men who will stand up and protect their families, especially their young girls, from such harm emotionally and physically. 
what would you do? Most of you are probably around my age or older. If you had a young daughter in school today and there were boys going into her bathroom, exposing themselves. Men are by nature protectors. And America needs toxic toxic masculinity. We need those men who have that characteristic of protection. Not looking for a fight, but not backing down from danger and evil. What is being shoved down the throats of us today is evil and it's dangerous. I read an article this morning. The hypothesis, the hypothesis of humiliation is what you do willingly to yourself. So don't take it. Complain. And it, and it's called snapback. And what he's talking about is he went into the grocery store, local grocery store, and they had a gay pride flag hanging up there. And he said, all right, okay. They deserve a day, I guess. They've been abused and da-da-da, da-da-da. But he comes back and then they have more of them up. He says, no, wait a minute. So he got disturbed enough to fire off an email to the president of that store. Do you want Muslims to take their business elsewhere? Would you rather Catholics or Orthodox Jews shop at your competitors? This may surprise you, but some people have good reasons to think that trans ideology and homosexual practice should be disfavored. Some people are unsure but skeptical. Some people are in favor of trans ideology and homosexual practice, but not because their local grocery store told them so. I'll make you a deal. If you could tell me, I love this part. If you could tell me what each of the letters LGBTQ plus stands for and what three of the S's pluses are, I'll keep shopping with you. Deal? You won't even have to tell me why the heck you do this in your grocery store. Why your grocery store is weighing in on Advent Guard sexual politics and what moral authority it claims to do, to do so. Why would a company, why would a grocery store decide that they're going to promote homosexuality or gay pride? That's me, not him. So he mustered up a little toxic <laughs> masculinity. He didn't pick five with anybody, but he let them know. This is not okay. It's not okay. The Boy Scouts carrying the gay pride flag. Well, how many years ago was it? Not that many years ago. They were getting sued because of not letting girls into the, into their Boy Scouts. This has been plotted to destroy the family and to destroy our young men and women, but particularly our young men, with claiming toxic masculinity is bad. While Americans are suffering, it's just beginning with our leaders. They are ignoring our suffering and push forward their idiotic, their idiotic, idiotic, whatever you want to call it, racist ways. 
And, of course, we have racist highways, according to Buttigieg. Good old definition, Buttigieg, definitely not toxic, is going forward to the tune of $1 billion to build non-racist roads. Remember when he was caught on camera riding his bicycle for a photo op? And then when the cameras were gone, he put the, uh, of course, somebody had her cell phone close by. He put his uh, bicycle down, and he got in his limo. Yeah, that guy. The only thing toxic about him is the fact that he's a huge liar. And his mom, man has formula for their adopted babies, which personally I think should be outlawed, because if you choose that lifestyle, it doesn't beget children, so live with it. But while they have plenty of wealth to care for their own, Buttigieg will spend your money, a billion dollars of it, for a made-up crisis, claiming racist highways, racist roads. His job, to keep things moving, Well, we have a broken supply chain in America. And we don't have, what he says is we don't want a permanent solution for a temporary problem. That's what he said. Good old Buttigieg. But we'll take one billion dollars so we can solve a problem that doesn't truly exist. What is their plot? What is it that they're after? the left, the globalists. They have to break America. To break America, they have to break Americans. So they will tell you that you should not raise your young men to be strong, to be leaders, because they don't want them to be leaders. They want them to be young men in brown shirts that will take orders They will arrest their parents or their grandparents, should they, should they put the Christian flag out when it's Gay Pride Day. That's what we should have done. We should have got our Christian flag out and put it out there. We'll think about that next year. How many of you know the pledge to the Christian flag? How many of your children do? Or do you even think Christianity is important in politics? Because our founding fathers did. Now, when I do a special show like I am going to do on July 4th, on Monday, I put it all together. It's a lot of work. I write it all out. I'm not asking for pats on the back. I just want you to listen, to hear not just my words, but the words from our founding fathers, to put it all together. A Christian nation that is so broken right now. We are definitely a nation of prodigal children doing whatever it takes, squandering all that we have. And then we come back and we say, whoa, I'm broke. What am I going to do? Think about that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. When we come back, I want to ask, what is a great man? What is a great man? And we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. 
from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stubert didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today. What if things were made in America again? Send twenty four ninety five to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box seventy three, California, Missouri six five zero one eight. Let's build it in America, buy it in America, and bring America home. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168. 6168 or go to the radio listener special page at mypillow.com promo code Bethann 
Richard. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's show. I hope you hung on long enough to hear us to the end. Um, what is a great man? At the end of the Revolutionary War, many people in America and Europe thought Washington, meaning George Washington, would retain the reins of power to become the leader of the new nation, or even king. When told by the American artist Benjamin West that Washington was going to resign, King George III of England said, If he does that, he will be the greatest man in the world. He gave up power. I have an article here that caught my eye last night. As I'm watching the news, I'm usually either playing a game on my computer or looking for news, more news for today. And this one popped up. Trump is the greatest man alive. Now, wouldn't that catch your attention if you read that? Oh, come on, the greatest man alive. But when you stop and you, when I stopped and I read this and I got to thinking, I know exactly what he's saying. He says, um, what the leftists are on the verge of losing his power. Okay, let me start this over. What leftists on the verge of losing his power in Washington and yet possess the means of retaining it through violence would have walked away as Trump did? Now, I want you to stop and think about that comment. He goes on. I'm not going to read the article to you, but he goes on. He talks about the J6 committees and how they're they're making all this crazy stuff up. And, and we had this crazy woman that made all kinds of absurdities, lies. And America could see that they're lies. But, oh, Liz Cheney, she embraces this young liar and gives her a big old hug. We're with you, honey. It must have been traumatic. I think what was traumatic was she didn't get a job. She applied for a job in Merlago, and she didn't get it. That's what was traumatic. And Trump told her, told the uh, people yesterday when he was on Newsmax in the morning. I didn't get to see it till later. That um, he was told by other people, she's not a good worker. She's not trustworthy. Don't don't hire her. Don't don't hire her. Well, now we know why. He says, Trump supporters, and myself included, meaning him, are not in a particularly receptive mood for further intimidation. Now, I want you to stop and think about the world right now. Not the world, but the United States, our world. What kind of a mood are you in? Are you in the mood for more J6 hearings, for more lies, are you in the mood for more left legislative absurdities like packing the house, packing the Supreme Court and, uh, taking away the filibuster when they're the ones who put it in there in the first place? Again, again, yeah, it depends on who's wanting control. They up and down and up and down and up and down. But most Americans, particularly Trump supporters, are not in the mood for more intimidation. He said a lot of in, he said think about what Trump did when he was elected. He says independents voted for him. Independent voters came out huge for Trump. 
He says, for all the hysteria over Trump's divisive tweets, the truth is Trump is the only unifying figure in modern political history. And you go, wait a minute, unifying? We're all divided, aren't we? He persuaded millions of people who had never voted for any Republican, indeed for any president, to vote for him. During his first term, he increased his share of the vote with every segment of the population except the college-educated white folks. No Republican since Ronald Reagan received such broad support. He says he has a friend that's in the middle, a left, you know, he's kind of an independent, and he admitted that he voted for Trump. And then he admitted that he was embarrassed because of the J6, that he had voted and he would not do it again. He says, but here's my question for the January 6th committee. If Trump made a call for violence on January 6th, how could I possibly have missed it? I was glued to the TV all day. We were here too. We had it on. Well, I had it. I didn't have a TV then. I had it on my computer. He says, I watched Trump's speech. I hung on every word and I recognized it as a pivotal moment in America history. We were about to certify an unelected illegitimate president. It was an impending catastrophe that only the boldest possible action could have prevented. And I added to this, the Republic, we the people, had every right and duty to be there and watch this take place. He says, if Trump had called out to the nation in his January 6th speech, if he had said, we must stop this, come to Washington with your guns, millions of Americans would have come. They would have. The response would have been massive and overwhelming. And you can bet your boots that Ashley Babbitt would not have been the only person shot and killed that day. It could have been a catastrophe of a revolution. Trump easily, easily could have started a civil war, but he didn't. He walked away. He says, if you ask me, Trump has shown greater restraint than any man alive in the world today. Greater restraint, perhaps, than almost any man in history. That's why I quoted Washington first, or quoted the story of Washington. The fact that Trump did not call upon his voters, his supporters, to do violence on January 6th is singularly incredible. What left us on the verge of losing his power in Washington, and yet possessed the means of retaining it through coercive force, would have walked away as Trump did. We know they wouldn't, because even today, they're pushing violence to keep power, to get their way. It's unreal what we're seeing, America. Trump is the only real threat, he said, not to the world peace and stability, not to the economic security and energy independence, but to the power of the elites. The elites want the power more than anything. And they cannot walk away. And they are willing to do anything, even destroy the entire planet with war or disease, sooner than they would see Trump president again. 
Only we the people can stop this. We need toxic masculinity such as Trump and George Washington. The only reason that there wasn't a revolution on January 6th was because Trump asked for peace. Had it been the other way around, it would have been horrific. And we know it. But Americans have got to lose their patience with them, with the governing bodies. The monomonopoly of the parties here. Because they are destroying the republic. And they are taking control and power. And it's time for you and me to bring America home. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Call for Civility. Dot com.